0: The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. So, just to recap last week's episode, I defined what having a sustainable lifestyle means in terms of the perfect stress system, which is basically getting the targeted amount of rest in each day and being satisfied with the rate of progress you're making on your goals. What is called coasting or coasting along in the sustainability matrix. And that position, I believe you have to get to, to have a fighting chance of incorporating more proactive habits, health habits into your routine. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, number 45, it might make more sense to you if you listen to that one first and then this one. But this week, I want to talk about how to know for sure if you're satisfied with the rate of progress you're making on your goals and also how to go about forming habits. But once you are certain that you're satisfied with the rate of progress you're making on your goals, it makes things a whole lot easier going forward. You really have a fighting chance to make some proactive changes and stick to them. You're primed for behavioral change once you're coasting once you're in a more sustainable situation now the actual execution of those more proactive changes is a whole different animal there's a right way and a wrong way to go about forming habits and that's where the tiny habits method comes into play which i'll get into i do want to point out though that just because you are coasting doesn't mean that every single day of your life from that point on You'll never have a long day. There will be times when multiple things that you don't have control over will coincidentally converge around the same time and you'll just have to deal with it. Uh, But it'll be few and far between for sure. So to go through how you know that you're truly satisfied with the rate of progress you're making on your goals, I'm going to walk through this process using my own recent experience of falling off the wagon with respect to exercising. And then launching this podcast, which has been a big effort and continues to be, especially in keeping up with the weekly schedule. But I did fall off the wagon for about a year when the pandemic hit, uh, but now I'm back on the wagon. And I just want to point out real quickly that if people were to say to me a year ago, from the outside looking in, you're just making excuses at them, blah, 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 they would have been wrong in hindsight because I am exercising regularly now, about the same amount as before the pandemic, if not a little more, even though it took pretty much a whole year to get back into it. And I only bring this up because as we go through this process, you'll see there are real reasons why you didn't stick to that new habit, whatever it is. In this example, exercise. And you shouldn't listen to other people because they don't know your circumstances. But anyway, I did fall off the wagon when the pandemic hit, and gyms closed, and my whole routine was screwed up. I did play some tennis that uh, last summer, and I went hiking a lot, but I didn't do the more intense cardio that my doctor recommended for my blood pressure, and in fact, I gained about 8 to 10 pounds over the year. I think a lot of people did. But it wasn't even the pandemic, actually, that that threw me off, because it just so happened that I launched this podcast in April of last year. And that was a complete change to my routine on top of the pandemic, which would have undoubtedly impacted my ability to stick to my workout routine anyway. Because unlike in the past, when I could just chip away at my entrepreneurial endeavors as I had time, now I had an actual schedule to keep. I needed to publish a new episode every Monday morning, and still do, with pretty good quality content. That was a big time change for me. So it took me a while to understand the whole pipeline from ideation to writing to recording and remote interviewing and producing and editing, publishing and promoting and thinking through what I could do to make each step along the process as repeatable and efficient as possible. That became my top priority over just about everything else except my day job and my regular chores. Because I had to master that process to make my lifestyle sustainable again, to get to coasting along in the sustainability matrix before I could seriously consider incorporating exercise into my routine. So exercising was on my to-do list. It never fell off, but it was now lower in priority than operating the podcast. But it was always on my radar, and that's important. You don't want to forget it. You want to look at it each day on your to-do list. You want it to bother you a little psychologically. uh, That it's out of reach at the moment. Not to torture yourself, but to hold yourself accountable. To have a sense of urgency to get back to coasting along. That's how you know you're not just making excuses. Because as long as it's on your list, it's part of the plan. Albeit out of reach at the moment. Now the thing is, the podcast is what they call a going concern, the idea being that I'm I'm going to operate the podcast indefinitely and improve the podcast and grow it. So there's no foreseeable end to this new set of activities in my schedule. In other words, I can't wait until it's quote unquote done in order to exercise because then I'll never exercise. So there has to be a way to meet myself halfway. There has to be a way. With the new podcast activities to get back to a balanced lifestyle, which I defined in the last episode, and still be satisfied with the rate of progress I'm making on my goals. And so the way to go about that is to first categorize each task related to the podcast as either more setup related or more day to day operational. The more setup related tasks are going to take priority over exercise because as a result of completing each of those tasks, my lifestyle becomes a little more sustainable. If for no other reason it's it's a one and done deal. You only have to perform those setup tasks or setup activities one time. Mind you, you may have to go back repeatedly to improve the process and make it more efficient. But then once you do that, then you're once again done. And as a result, your lifestyle is a little more, a little easier, a little more sustainable. The more day-to-day operational tasks, no matter how efficient you've made them. You can't get rid of those unless you outsource them to the extent that you can. And while some tasks will be obvious, uh, whether they're setup related or not, some may not be as obvious. So it's kind of like an eye test. If I do X goal related task right away, will it help make other tasks easier? Yes or no. Now, what about this goal related task? And so on. It's an iterative process. And you can apply this process to your own specific circumstances. Again, I'm just using my recent experience with exercise and the podcast, and I do want to point out that it could take a day, a week, a month, a year, or longer to complete these more setup type tasks, because remember, you have the operational tasks to do as well while you're doing the, the setup, um, along with your day job, your regular chores, and everything else. And you won't really know exactly how sustainable your lifestyle is once you have completed those setup tasks. But here's the key once you get to a point where you're not sure anymore, you know, what else you can do to improve the process itself, you're done until further notice. The podcast, in my example, was no longer a priority over exercise once I was done those setup tasks. When all that's left are the more operational type tasks. If you still aren't resting enough, and you're not in coasting along, that's when you have to resort to swapping out some non-goal related tasks to fit the exercise in, or outsourcing some non-goal related tasks, or improving efficiency of some non-goal related tasks. I went over this in episodes nine and ten, and 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 I I also went over it in some previous episode. I can't remember, but. I can tell you this episode is already going to be longer, so I, I I won't go into detail about that here. But again, the operational tasks are never going away, at least not for the foreseeable future. So if you don't make your move to start exercising at that point, you'll never do it. At least this way, you're confident that Sprinkling exercise into your routine isn't going to negatively impact either the rate at which you're achieving your goals, your other goals, or your rest time. And so you've achieved coasting along status in the sustainability matrix. And when I say sprinkling exercise in, I'm talking about using BJ Fogg's Tiny Habits Method. Don't think that you could just jump into a full workout. You have to build up to it. But slowly but surely, you will achieve that goal. Because not everything is going to fit together like a jigsaw puzzle right away. This process is more of an art. There will be things you learn, and through experience, you'll make adjustments. But you will have accomplished all your goals, including those things that just seem so elusive and impossible to fit in, like regular exercise. You can do it. It's just a matter of understanding the process. So, I'm going to make an executive decision here. I was going to go into actually uh, forming habits, uh, B.J. Fogg's Tiny Habits Method, and add my two cents as to how the best way to go about uh, about it is, but it's going to take too long, I can see right now. And I also did a, a recent interview with a very special guest that I've been trying to get on the show for a while now, and finally, we did the interview Uh, last week sometime and it's a great interview and I just don't want to hold on to it too long so I think I'm going to release that episode next week just to change things up a bit and then in episode 48 I'll finish up this hugely important topic of going from reactive to proactive my interview is with Sharon Coyle Saeed who's very unique in the fact that she has so many degrees and certifications and she's so educated and experienced and she has this unique ability to connect different holistic modalities together and it's a very inter- it's very interesting to get her take on how to go about addressing your needs holistically she's also an inspiration to me and many others as you will find out in the interview so i really hope you tune in to that episode uh it, it's it'll be a special one for sure well as always i hope you find some value in what i went over today and last week and i hope you'll tune in uh in a couple weeks for the last part of this very important topic please let me know in the comments um how i'm doing and or or specific to this episode on the perfect stress facebook page Or always feel free to email me directly at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try mystressalarm.com today. It's free for a limited time. There's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's mystressalarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, and if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success, and remember, stress less to be your best.